The following podcast is brought to you by Babe Media. I'm Emma Clark. And I'm Kelsey Burdett. You know those people you follow that just seem to get it? They have the Instagram content that you actually watch. They own the brands that you just can't stop buying from. And they tell the stories you actually remember. The kinds of people that leave you wondering, how do they do that? Well, we follow them too. And we have the exact same question. Join us as we interview the people that leave us thinking, oh, they get it. Oh my goodness. Okay. This one is kind of a pinch me because I see this brand everywhere and I have been seeing it everywhere for years. Like all my favorite influencers swear by them. I've done the workouts, loved them. So this week we were super excited to sit down with Rachel and Julie from Pevolve. Pevolve. That's pretty huge. Yeah, it's huge. We're obsessed with Pevolve and this conversation did not disappoint. Honestly, it was just really fun. Like you can tell that Julie and Rachel have such a good working relationship and they get along so well and me and Kelsey get along so well. It was just literally friends chatting. We chat about their business. We chat about how Pevolve came to be. And we honestly kind of shoot the shit a little bit. <laughs> if anyone's into so reality fun. TV, just hold on. Saunas. We get to that. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> a little bit of everything. No, I think this is actually great. Like if I'm thinking about the takeaways and how people can actually apply this stuff, I think this is great for anybody who is realizing that one person is not going to be the master of every single craft that it requires to you know, build and scale a business and the power of bringing in people with complementary skill sets. It's a theme that you hear throughout every single one of their responses. They have such different approaches to the work that they do, and they're just so complementary to one another. So Listen out for that because I think this really does do a good job illustrating that point. Should we get into it? Let's do it. Welcome back to another episode. You guys, this is such an exciting one. We are joined by Julie Cartwright and Rachel Katzman from Pevolve, such an incredible brand. So thank you both for being here. We're so excited. Thanks, guys. Amazing. Yeah, honestly, when... When we figured out this conversation was going to happen, Kelsey and I were very excited. So let's just dive in. Let's give our audience a little bit of background in case they haven't heard of Pevolve. Uh, maybe if you could each introduce yourself and then give us a little background of what Pevolve is. Yeah, so I will start it off. I'm Rachel Katzman. I'm the co-founder of Pevolve. I founded Pevolve back in 2017. And really, you know, this company was born out of my own kind of transformation with movement. And really, I was early 20s and I was trying to start my wellness journey. And that started with exercise for me. And I couldn't find anything that really was giving me those vanity results that I was chasing after. Fast forward, I find myself in a lot of pain. And through really getting introduced to functional movement, um, I was able to heal that back pain. I found out I had scoliosis and I was really able to, you know, strengthen my body and open up my body and not only look amazing, but I never felt so good in my life. So I really, you know, became so passionate and this just had such a profound experience, you know, for me that I was like, this is my calling and I have to share this with so many women. And it really kind of a light bulb moment for me that working out, exercise, movement 
can mean so much more than just tight abs, a lifted butt, and sculpted arms. It really can strengthen, restore, heal the body. And so really at Pevolve, we focus on moving the body in all directions and angles so that you're working every single muscle group and opening up the body while elongating muscles. We're moving through resistance with our equipment to activate and strengthen every muscle while also supporting your joints. So you're going to look the best that you've ever looked, which is important, but you're also going to feel amazing. And when I had this idea, you know, I was young. I didn't really have business experience and I was looking for a business partner to really help execute and bring this vision of mine to life. So through a dear family friend of mine, I got connected to Julie. Yeah. So enter Julie, record scratch. Here I am, um, 15 years, Rachel's senior. I had been in the fitness industry for around 16 or 17 years, uh, gainfully employed, totally happy with where I was at. But, you know, hearing her story, she, she convinced me she does not take no for an answer. That's for <laughs> sure. And she shared that story, that, that exact story with me. You know, I remember exactly where I was and I just, having seen and experienced a lot of things in fitness about to enter my forties at the time and have seen so many injuries happen and people just working their body to the most extreme measures. I just knew that this is what the industry needed. And, you know, I really knew that like women needed to start to think about fitness in a whole new way. So I was, you know, sitting across from her planning on saying no, 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 no. And then couldn't say anything, but yes, yes, yes. This is, this is what we need. I, I I think that what I'm I mean, and believe me, that, that year was crazy because we were trying to start the company. We already, uh, Rachel uh, had really already created a, a bit of a groundswell in the New York area. You know, other people were getting these uh, transformative results, whether it's they felt stronger, whether they felt more confident, uh, whether they had less pain. But, you know, really bringing it to a global audience was uh, our plan. And I think that what I'm sort of most proud of is, is that, you know, from very, very early on stage, I, I remember, you know, in our tiny, tiny little studio in Chinatown, we were conducting little focus groups. We were like listening to our members. We were understanding the profound results that, that really these members were getting. And we didn't want to just stop there with the, the amazing aesthetics that you could get a lifted butt, which let me tell you is so awesome. Um, you know, really toned thighs, uh, sculpted abs, but it really was the other things that we started to hear from our members that we really started to lean in on uh, balance, uh, posture, um, stability, uh, you know, being able to pick up their kids and without any pain. I just, I, I don't know. I, it just, it just started this entire movement for us. And I think we can talk a little bit about how we sort of like leaned in on that. There was something to that pitch, Rachel, whatever it was, you have to let us in on your secret. I want to hear a little bit more about those early days, right? We think of the fitness movement and I think we're starting to see some decentralization, which is incredible. It's been a long time coming. Yeah. How did you take Pevolve and, and balance that education component of teaching people that there's a new way of doing things without getting lost in the noise? 
Um, you know, I mean, I think that I, I just started to allude to it a bit, you know, really about when we first started, we started it as a single class. Um, it was a sculpting class. It was definitely delivering on results. People were loving it, but we knew that it needed to be more. We really knew that that we needed to be there for every stage of a woman's life. And, you know, I, I think I think one of the first things that we did, and I love that you used the word uh, decentralized, I think that was that's a really important word, um, is that we we really wanted to like prove out outcomes. You know, we didn't want to just say like, yeah, member number, you know, 100 got this particular um, result. We wanted to be able to have a great deal of science and efficacy behind what, what it is that we knew functional movement could do. We got a clinical advisory board. We started with a physical therapist uh, that specializes in pelvic floor health. We knew that the pelvic floor, maybe a little progressive at the time, I'm, I'm going to tell you, um, maybe we were a little yeah. bit before our time. We certainly aren't any longer. We're so thankful for that. Um, <laughs> but we we had her join our board uh, in 2019. We had a chief physiologist from Harvard join our board shortly thereafter, an OBGYN. And we started to really create content through functional movement that could get really profound results. Maybe not perhaps, and this is just me being very transparent, why you originally seek us out, but certainly why you stay. So an example of that is we got into a clinical study in 2019 about lower back pain at the University of Minnesota, you know, really trying to prove out that through knowing your body better and moving it the way that it was intended to move, that you could have the power, you have the power to not just lift your butt, but also to reduce your lower back pain. That just, um, was proven out early this year, and we're able to make those substantiated claims now. We're in a bunch of other clinical studies just around healthy aging and the fact that, you know, through functional movement and treating your body the right way today, you can live longer and live, you know, more as like injury free. So those are just some of the ways that we started to really evolve the method. We've now got multiple, you know, class concepts, everything from recovery to stretch to sculpt to even cardio that, again, is just built around this philosophy of functional movement and low impact sustainable fitness. So those were some of the things that we've done. Um, I don't know, Rachel, if you want to talk at all about, you know, really our expansion and our thought process around studio growth. Wow, Julie, I mean, you, you just nailed that. Wow. <laughs> she did. I'm sold. It. Yeah. I mean, I think, you know, when we launched, we really launched as, you know, an omni-channel brand, right? We had digital, we had in-person studio. Um, we also had our equipment line. And I think studio has always um, been so important to us, you know, having that in-person connection and that in-person capability to take a class and interact um, up close and personal with our trainers, with the method and with the equipment. And so we currently have three owned and operated studios and we're currently franchising. We're actually opening up our franchise, one of our franchises in Canada. So we're super excited about that. Oh my gosh. And, you know, amazing. we think it's that in-person community feel um, is something that has always been, you know, with us from day one. So we're so excited to be opening up, you know, not only in the U.S., but globally as well. So more people can have that in-person interaction. Oh my gosh. Where in Canada? Can you share yet? Yeah. 
It's in Victoria, Canada. Um, they're oh, opening amazing. up hopefully in November. We've got, again, these are all female. So we've sold five locations already. And these are all female entrepreneurs, which we feel just so proud of. Um, and avid members that really understand how different this method is from anything that they've experienced. Uh, we've got a really special franchisee there that even understands how this functional movement is helping her golf game. Um, she's an avid <laughs> golfer, so she wants to bring it to, you know, her community. But I, I will add there though, that I think this is like a funny part of it, but I remember Rachel and I talking to the investor, you know, here we were a digitally native, you know, product. Um, and that, that is something that can scale and, and have a global footprint. And, you know, Rachel and I were like, yeah, but that's, that, that's not it. Nope, we cannot only be digital. We have to be there for in-person. We've got to meet the member where they want to be. And I think that when COVID unexpectedly happened and we started to hear about all of the trends in fitness, that that's a must-have now. It's not a, it's not a thing that's an option. I think, again, sometimes Rachel and I can have a million ideas and just like focus, focus. And I'm just, I'm glad <laughs> that we were so ambitious because it really shows because we, we have a hybrid member, members that are working out sometimes at home during the week because it's, you know, four feet of snow in Chicago or they're going in and meeting their girlfriends and having some accountability, you know, to show up in person. I agree. I think COVID taught me how much I love working out with other people and having that energy. But I agree. I think having both is great. And I love the whole emphasis on functional movement and low impact. I think it's all about like finding a workout that you actually enjoy doing. Um, okay. So obviously you guys have pivoted a lot. You've evolved, you've expanded. And one thing that we read in another interview was that you never compromise speed in your business. Can you talk us through what that looks like in practice? Yeah, you know, we are, at the heart of who we are, we are a digital, you know, content company. And I always say, like, digital is 24-7. And if you're not first, you're last. And so, mm -hmm. you know, we're not building the Taj Mahal. And it doesn't <laughs> have to be perfect. And if it's going to be perfect. We will spend months and months and months and we'll never get it out the door. And we always, you know, want to test something. And I'll always say like, don't think of an idea. Oh, can this be scalable? Right. Let's just get it out the door as down and dirty as we can and see if our members, you know, are responding well to it. Do they like it? And then if it's working, and it's, you know, growing the business and moving the business forward, we will figure out how to scale it. Yeah, definitely. I, I think the one thing that I would add there is, is that, you know, I've often said, and I say this in front of our entire 80 person, you know, team is that execution is critical to success. You know, it, it's, it's great all day long for you to have an idea, but you have to execute upon your idea. I will tell you that what I've learned since starting the company with Rachel in 2017 is, is that some things do need a little bit more time. I think we are, I think we, we know where we need to be fast and, and, and test and pivot. And I think we know where now we need to spend some additional time, whether that's like onboarding, you know, for our platform and making sure that that is a sleek frictionless experience for our, our member, or I mean, certainly, you know, in hiring team members, you don't want to be fast and furious there. That's so critically important. So, you know, it's, it's not without learning lessons along the way. Rachel and I have learned a lot, but we are definitely execution is critically important. 
I love the way that you said that. There's a time to speed up and there is a time to be thoughtful and to make the right decisions for the long term. We have a saying that we we try to adhere to, which is doing the right thing the hard way. And sometimes the right thing requires that speed and that agility. And then other times it's painful to slow down and to not make mistakes. And I, I just love that you're being so intentional about that. <laughs> it's a learning lesson for sure. <laughs> totally, totally. But I, I want to go back to this idea of community a little bit more because you're right. Your end user and your Pvolve fans are not one dimensional. They're using you in a bunch of different capacities. How do you take feedback from your community to inform some of your business decisions? Oh my God. Well, I can speak, you know, just from a content perspective so much. I mean, they, we really create content, you know, for them, you know, an example being, we just launched a new kind of format, which is progressive weight training. And we were testing it, you know, putting up a few classes. And in our Facebook group, our members were going wild. Oh my God, I love these. I love these. Oh, we wow. want more. We want more. Can you do a series? And we quickly, you know, went and shot a series and just launched it today. And, you know, really allowing the members voice to help us, you know, what should we film next? We're filming a p-ball program, do you want mostly standing or on the mat or this? And just really hearing what they like, what they don't like, what they want to see next, what's missing from our library. And every week in our all-hands company meeting, we try to get a member on to tell us about their oh, journey, wow. you know, the good, bad, the ugly. And I will say, I think it's everybody's kind of favorite moment of the entire week to really just listen, you know, what did, what did they wish that they had maybe at the beginning? What was the aha moment? What are things that we're doing really well benefits and, you know, transformations that they've gone through. And it's just so powerful to hear, you know, each individual's personal kind of journey that they've experienced through Pvolve. Yeah, it's, it's so inspiring. I, I would echo what Rachel just said. It's, it's everyone's favorite part of the week. As a matter of fact, once in a while, we'll have to like reschedule. We won't have one. And you know, we just hear sort of the disappointment because it's just so critically important. I think that's just one of the channels that we listen in. I mean, we're constantly sharing the members' feedback. We crowdsource everything from where should we have our next pop-up to where would you like to see a franchise pop-up to content, like Rachel just mentioned. And then we also read a lot of you have to, we read a lot of negative feedback and we reach out to almost every single one of those members, whether it's through an NPS survey, whether it's through surveys, whether it's social posts in our Facebook community group, it doesn't matter. We want to know more. And, you know, we sometimes don't get responses I and mean, sometimes we do. And, you know, we're always learning from it. So we've got a, a big, big, big value internally. And that is that the customer is first period. Mm -hmm. It doesn't matter what we think. It matters what they think. So I'm really proud of that internally. From my background is at Shopify. That's where I started my career. And they were very focused on their customers as well. Like often at our internal meetings, we would hear, um, you know, a customer service call and just be able to learn more um, kind of about our frontline clients. And it is so helpful to get that insight that you just might not otherwise get, right? You're kind of in a vacuum. Um, I want to pivot a little bit. Because obviously, I can imagine 
you have pretty incredible daily routines and I love a routine. So take us through a typical day in each of your lives, like from work to wellness rituals to what time you wake up. I want to hear all of it. Rachel's is so much better than me. So Rachel, you've got to go first. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, well, I will admit, you know, I, I live alone. I don't have kids, so I can definitely, you know, spend uh, a little bit more time and be super selfish on my morning routine and kind of spoiling myself. You know, I that is amazing. <laughs> I wake up. I have hot water with lemon. I like to get outside and really just like breathe in fresh air. And I really try to take about an hour in the morning of like no phone, no email, and just clear my head and kind of get ready for the day. And then it's really Mm -hmm. movement for me, um, some type of movement, whether that's 10 minutes, 20 minutes, 30 minutes, 15 minutes, whatever my body is craving and feeling that day. And then, you know, it's breakfast, sit down, usually always call Julie's my first call of the morning. Sometimes (laughs) if I don't call her, she'll like call me at 1030. Like, are you mad? Is everything okay? I've been hurting you today. Um, I probably talked to Julie like 15 times a day, but you know, for me, that's my morning sets me up for success. If I kind of don't have that time in the morning and I just feel like really rushed and overwhelmed. So for me, morning is super, super important. And throughout the day, something I've really kind of tried to implement during COVID is, you know, now that everything's just sitting and staring at a screen and talking to a million people on Zoom, like that's very overwhelming for me. So if I have, you know, two hours, three hours of back to back to back, I need to schedule like a five to 10 minute just break to get up, walk outside, take a call while I'm walking and just like move around and just kind of have that little break has been super helpful Mm -hmm. for me. And then nighttime is I eat early, you know, I'm like no meetings really after five, five thirty for me. And I want to eat early. I want to get on the couch and like watch reality TV and zone out and do a face mask. The best. And go to sleep at like nine, nine thirty. That is like heaven for me. Yeah, mine's a little <laughs> bit more chaotic. I mean, I I, I actually really love Rachel's routine. She takes such good care of herself. You know, I'm a mom of two, ages 11 and 8. So I'm constantly trying to figure out, you know, how to give my family and work the attention that it deserves. Prior to the pandemic, I was um, traveling almost every week for a decade. And I'm really grateful to have a, a hybrid work now, you know, where I can be home and have some flexibility. But just like Rachel's the same way, but I put absolutely everything into my calendar. So if it's like, if I won't compromise, I'm dropping my kids off to school. Like it's in my calendar. I think where I struggle a little bit is potentially, you know, potentially taking care of myself. But I do know the importance of like meditation. And in in my world, I want to show up for the company with a, a, a calmness and, you know, a, a balance. Um, and so I do a lot around meditation. You know, I try and move as much as I can, whether that's just a brief walk or, or certainly sneaking in, you know, some uh, great workout, which I can sure you can, can imagine what that is. But, you know, I, I think that I'm, I'm learning. I, I value so much more in my 40s than I did in my 20s, my overall wellness. But I love what I do. And that's not to be underestimated. Some people think I work too much. And I'm just like, well, you would too if you were doing, you know, something that you were incredibly passionate about. So 
every day looks different. Um, <laughs> but I'm, I'm, I'm super grateful and I spend a great deal of time. I mean, Rachel knows this on gratitude. I, I write handwritten letters to people that impact me. That's everybody from members. A number of our members get handwritten letters from me to, to my friends, to people that are helping me in my community with, you know, my busy life. I, I really feel like what you put out is what you get back. And it served me well in, in, in my wellness and, and my overall happiness. So that's a part of it. Listen, if it works, it works. It's honestly <laughs> so funny. Every time we ask this question and we have a duo on the line with us for the podcast episode, there's always a Rachel and there's always a Julie. And Emma and I feel so similarly too. Emma's routine is like immaculate. Yeah. And mine, Julie... Honestly, it just resonates. It couldn't be more chaotic if I tried. <laughs> so I, I don't even have kids to blame this on. This is all just my own mess that I'm creating. But I have a pro tip for you. If you don't have a ton of time, I've recently just started going to this spot. You go do a sauna first and then a two-minute ice bath. And for people oh. that only have 15 or 20 minutes, I'm telling you, this is a game changer. You go through so much in 15 to 20 minutes and that meditative, that like calm, like state of being and the mindset. Oh my gosh. I'm just the biggest advocate. I love the sauna. Love love my, I always sauna on the weekends and I'm thinking of putting an ice bath (gasps) outside of my house. I really, really want to, to add that into the, the mix. Rachel. Okay. So you're selling us on skims. I'm selling you on the ice bath. It's happening. <laughs> Done. Ordered. Ordering it tonight. <laughs> oh my gosh. Well, you have to report back. It honestly is such a game changer for me. I don't always have, you know, a whole day to do like a silent or a no phones type of detox. So going in and making it efficient is a game changer. Yeah. And I was also, I recently listened on the Skinny Confidential. They had, I can't remember his name, but he's a neurologist at Stanford and he does a bunch of research on like optimizing your health. And he said sauna is one of the best things you can do to like age more gracefully and increase your health. I was surprised. Like I was like, oh, it's, I like it, but I didn't know it actually had that many health benefits as well. I I'm obsessed with that episode, and I literally have listened to it twice, like second time with him. Okay, you know the one I'm talking about. With a notepad, and I was sitting there like, okay, okay, writing every – but it was such good just information um, that I feel like everybody can kind of take little nuggets from that and try to, you know, implement. Let's turn kind of a 180 – We've talked a lot about Pevolve and its evolution over the last several years. If we look ahead, what should we be expecting? Yeah, I mean, so much. Again, we're very ambitious over here. So we're making a lot of investments right now in the platform. Again, I I talk a lot about lessons learned because I'm not ashamed. I'm really not. But we didn't invest early enough in the actual platform, and we're doing a lot right now there. So you're going to see everything from community to further simplicity, accessibility, uh, personalization. Um, I think even by the end of this year, you'll barely be able to recognize, you know, just all that we're sort of bringing forward. So really excited about that. I think Rachel had mentioned we're focused on our global footprint. So we're looking at franchising. We actually have another franchise that's really interested in Vancouver. We're looking at, we're we're set up to, to franchise in the UK. We really believe that we need to serve our global 
global audience. And, you know, we're going to be opening our first couple of franchisees. We mentioned the Victoria one, but we're also opening San Diego. We're opening Nashville. So continuing to build our our in-person. But I think, you know, one of the things that I think Rachel and I talk about the most is, is really our movement. And it's not even our movement into women's health. We've always been in the women's health space. As I mentioned, we have pelvic floor content that doesn't just, it's not about being prenatal and postnatal. That's not what pelvic floor is. It is really Mm -hmm. about getting you ready and rehabilitating your pelvic floor through what you've gone through. So it's so much more than just being a safe and effective workout for a moment in your life. It's, It's really about building the tools so that you can keep your pelvic floor functioning the way it should. And believe me, I know very well that when your pelvic floor does not function well, it is not pretty. Um, And we're doing a lot around, I think our biggest launch this year is going to be around menopause. Uh, Menopause is a incredibly important topic. I'm nearly the age, um, you know, and I'm scared. I am scared uh, Mm -hmm. about going through it. I don't want to feel foreign in my own body. I, I, I want to be able to control things like my sleeplessness or weight gain or hormonal, you know, as, as much as I possibly can, I should be empowered. Mm-hmm. We're doing some stuff around fertility, you know, healthy aging, recovery, and I could go on and on where we, we definitely have a lot going on, but it's all centered around the same mission. And that is to be by a woman's side from puberty to postmenopause for whatever they need and, you know, being able to keep them healthy, looking good and feeling great. Oh my goodness. I love it. And honestly, I would never bet against Pevolve. Like I think, (laughs) I think you guys are so well positioned to do it. I think everything you've already accomplished is incredible. So I'm super excited to see how you continue to grow. And I think that all sounds amazing. So one question, should every woman, regardless of age, be doing some kind of pelvic floor work? Yes. Oh gosh. I, I mean, the answer to that is yes. yes. I wish our doctor of physical therapy, I mean, you should, you should know how to actively engage and release your own pelvic floor. Yes. Okay. Adding it to the list. I love it. <laughs> I'll, I'll figure it out. I don't think I know how to do that right now. So you, Emma. don't worry. Okay. <laughs> Amazing. <laughs> okay. So before we wrap up, let's do our quick hits. So just say whatever comes to mind for each question. Sometimes we chat a little more because they're fun. But anyways, we'll get started. We'll try to keep them quick. First one, what trait do you most attribute to your success? uh, I would say listening to my gut. I've always really kind of known what I want and gone after it. Mine's a little different. Mine has been about listening to others. I am a real listener. Even when people don't think I'm listening, I'm listening to you. And I, I, I think about it later on and, and I'm very, very decisive. I can make a decision. You guys are a good pair. I feel like every answer, you're so opposite, but so complimentary. Oh my God. I think you just like nailed our relationship. (laughs) (laughs) It's working for you. I honestly love it. We we love it too. Okay. Next question. Advice for your younger self. What is it? Um, it wouldn't matter because I wouldn't listen. Okay, that's hilarious. <laughs> <laughs> it's so Rachel. 
Rachel. Oh my gosh. Mine would be, I, I, I just wish I hadn't worried so much about what other people thought. I, I, you know, I think when I had kids, like you, that just goes out the window, but gosh, you, you waste so much time worrying about what other people think of you. Do you? Uh, don't. Yes. Um, next question. What's the last book you read? I am not a reader. I prefer podcasts. So obviously Skinny Confidential, love, big fan. And they're big fans of Pevolve, aren't they? Yes. Uh I mean, she's amazing. We've worked with her and I've known her for a while now. She's just such a, she gets it. She's definitely another one that gets it. Um, You know, Dr. Will Cole, Mind Body Green. Mm -hmm. I love podcasts. I have a really selfish question. Rachel, you mentioned a second ago your like ideal night routine is to kick back and watch reality TV. That is not even my guilty pleasure. I like boast it from the rooftops because I'm obsessed. <laughs> what are your favorite shows? Oh, I mean, Housewives, like literally, <laughs> I can't imagine a world without Housewives. And I think yes. Beverly Hills is launching, is it tomorrow or yes. tonight? I think it's, I think it might be tonight actually. Oh my God. I mean, like crack open a bottle and holy crap. I I love all, like I love, you know, everything from Ozarks and all that, but oof, I mean, New York or Beverly Hills Housewives. (gasps) No, no, nobody likes New York. Well, it's gone downhill. But the old <laughs> New York, like when Bethany was on. Oh my and, gosh, I miss her. You know, yeah. like Kelly Ben Simone, and when they went to like Gary <laughs> Island, like I could rewatch those episodes all day. <laughs> I'm sorry, Julie, that I had to cut you off for this really important conversation, but it just needed to be done. <laughs> and we also like oh my we have a an entire Slack channel. It's like the Real Housewives of Pevolve, and everybody oh all day like, oh my god, did you watch last night? No, don't tell me. I haven't oh watched it, and we're all just kind of recapping the episodes. We do the exact same thing on our Slack. So <laughs> familiar territory. But anyways, um, Julie, what about you? Oh my gosh. I should pick a big fat pass for this because like I seem so lame after that conversation. <laughs> Again, I, I think it's this idea of the yin and yang of Rachel and I. I mean, I read like business books, not because but because I'm working on myself. You know, I totally. want to show up as best as I possibly can. So I just read Radical Candor because I'm the worst with conflict. Oh, yeah. And that's, I just feel like that's, you got to learn how to just say it. It's Kim Scott, right? It is. Yeah, yeah. I've got her book on my um, on my bookshelf here. I haven't read it yet, but I can tell you as someone who's been in meetings all day today and started with a really rough one because I was just not honest and like direct and to yeah. the point, it's a life skill. So I love the fact that you're reading and like diving into that stuff. It's so important. It's so me. <laughs> and Rachel probably loves it because does she want to be reading Radical Candor on an evening? Probably not. No, but then I can get like the cliff notes from Julie. Oh, so it works out great. Such a good system, you two. I love it. What is one thing that you just don't understand? You know, why people do things that don't feel good, whether that be a workout or whether that be, you know, eating a certain way or being around certain people, like, if it doesn't feel good in your body and it doesn't feel right, why continue? Mine's like a little different. I mean, I certainly think that Rachel and I, we have no idea why people hire, I don't want to say the word, a-holes. I just don't understand. No matter how good you are, I just don't. 
it's never worth it to mm-hmm. have a team member that takes everybody else down. Yeah. Yeah. Both great answers. <laughs> what is a brand other than your own that you're loving right now? Mm. I'm loving Agent Natur. Is that how you pronounce it? I think. Oh, yeah. Yes. I just ordered a few of their products. I think they just, you know, they really do a good job at keeping it simple, but also really um, important on education. And, you know, they kind of bring in this like holistic wellness lifestyle onto their social and, you know, everything that they put out. And I just, they're kind of honest and I'm really, I'm really into them right now. Great pick. I haven't tried any of their stuff yet, but I see them everywhere and I'm tempted. I'm trying the Holy Mane. It's like the collagen powder. Yes. That's the one I keep Mm -hmm. seeing everywhere. I caved. I'm like, okay, that's it. I'm going to try it. So I'm like a couple of days in, but I'll I'll let you know. Yes. Keep me posted. (laughs) Yeah. I'm obsessed with, I don't know if you guys have heard of Equilibria. It's like CBD for women. Definitely. I've I've seen their Instagram like 9,000 times. It's so good. I mean, they're basically trying to disrupt the CBD space. They, they do a lot around education. They're not afraid to just be for women, which I think is really bold for a company. You know, a lot of people, when we say we're for women, they're like, oh, you're cutting off half of the the population. And I'm like, no, we're going to serve women really, really well. Totally. <laughs> That's what we're going to do. Um, we're not afraid of that. So I, I just, I've been really impressed with the way that they have expanded and are really using CBD to, to solve and, and to help a lot of women's health issues. Listen, anytime someone says you're cutting off half of the population, run the other way and run as fast as you possibly can. Because if you're trying to be all things to even half of the population, you will fail. Yeah. We agree. <laughs> yeah. Okay. We're, we're on the same page. Now the keystone question, you two, who do you think gets it? Oh, I'm going to say Lauren Bostick from the Skinny Company. We have to. We just had to. She just gets it. She really does on all fronts. She does. She, yes. She is honestly life goals. She's like. And Zaza is so cute. I I know. And like gorgeous. Gorgeous. And she's just like queen gets it. Julie, what about you? Gosh, again. I've got to follow Rachel. Um, you know, I'm I'm really <laughs> super impressed with Julia Cheek, the the founder of Everlywell. I just, I mean, I've seen her speak a, a thousand times. Rachel and I are huge, huge fans of the way that she's democratizing access, you know, to diagnostic testing and really empowering people to take control mm-hmm. of their own health care. So like we we have a lot of conversations about her. I I, I just was like sending a, a an entire interview of her to my entire company and saying like, okay, this is what I love. Oh my gosh, I love so that. I think she just really gets it. She's also the queen of product expansion and like getting people in with a hook and then all of a sudden yeah. they're buying every single one of her products for every single possible use case. Yes. You, totally. you guys are on similar so, trajectories. I, uh, we hope <laughs> you are, you are <laughs> honestly, Julie, Rachel, this has been such a good conversation. I've had so much fun. I don't know how 40 minutes just flew by, but it did. Thank you so much for coming on. So much fun. Loved the combo and thanks for having us. Yes. Thank you. Thank you. Okay. So my immediate takeaway from this is I need to figure out pelvic floor. And thankfully, Pevolve makes that easy. So I'm going to start doing Pevolve. And 
get my pelvic floor in check. Get that pelvic floor in check. No, honestly, it's funny. It's funny because it's something that I feel like now people are starting to talk about. I remember there was this Australian influencer that I followed like six years ago because I honestly, I liked her workout outfits (laughs) and her Mm -hmm. whole thing was that she was big on the pelvic floor and like helping people basically like develop this muscle that nobody talks about. And she was helping people that have never had abs in their life get like six packs. Like there's something to it. There's something to it. There really is. And I'm going to find out. I will report back. Yes. And then you should do a joint episode with Julie, with Rachel and yourself and talk about your experience. That would be so fun. It'll be great. Anyways, if you, I I think everybody's down. And if you're (laughs) down, the audience listening to this and you enjoyed this episode, you enjoyed this content, you want to show Julie and Rachel a little bit of love, make sure to head over to Apple, if you're listening on Apple, and leave us a rating and review. And if you're listening on Spotify, you can leave a rating there as well. We really appreciate it. And it helps us continue to bring great guests like Julie and Rachel to you each and every week. And with that, we will wish you a fabulous week and we'll see you next week. See you next week. This episode was brought to you by Bay Media with technical production by Burke Johnson. <laughs>